warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. Dan's Driving Double Feature presents Pieces and Pieces, a minute-by-minute-ish podcast. Episodes 18 and 19. I'll explain that in a minute. Hi, everyone. This is Dan. Welcome to... Hey, we're, we're getting near the end. We're 70 minutes into the 86 minutes of the English dub of J.P. Simon's Pieces. I, I hope that this isn't your first episode of this. If it is your first episode, God, I hope you like it and listen to the others. I don't know. Uh, you know, God bless. Uh, but, but um, yeah, I, I, hope, uh, I hope it's cooking along for you. Yeah, we are getting near the end. Getting near the end. It's exciting. And... I will I will explain what I mean by eighteen and nineteen. Eh, I guess I want to exp- I want to play you a little music or something and and then tell you what I mean by that. But let me let me tell you now. Okay, and then you get a little bit of music and then we'll we'll, we'll do eighteen. Basically, minutes seventy one through seventy four are basically Mary. Mary Riggs, um, Linda Day George, going to Edmund Purdom, the Dean's um, little apartment area, which we recognize immediately and almost immediately, too. The Dean starts acting suspicious and doing things that say, I'm the killer, I'm the killer. And at the end of the, near the end of the 74th minute, we cut back to it's Sergeant Holden. Did I keep calling him Sergeant Bracken? Unless I'm getting them all mess, messed up. The lieutenant, I'm going to just say lieutenant. Lieutenant is Christopher George. The sergeant is Frank Branya? 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 Um, it's Sergeant Holden, but I'm just going to call them lieutenant and sergeant from now on because I goofed it in the last one, I believe. So at the end of the 74th minute, we get... Um, we get the Kendall and the sergeant um, going through records, and Kendall breathing the sergeant something as they're having some Wendy's for dinner. It's about it's about seven p.m. So uh, yeah, dinner time, and uh, that well here that that that's that's episode eighteen. Here's a blast of music. I'm having is that I'm sort of you know we're getting excited we're getting near the end and since this is a minute by minute I I I feel like I'm stretching things out slightly but at the same time I don't want to do that because I feel like why not just do a podcast called pieces and why didn't I just cover this on Dan's Drive and Double Feature you know why why do this if you're gonna make the episode so lengthy so that's why I'm doing 18 and 19 so 18 is gonna go 71 to 74 and it will end with Kendall handing uh, the sergeant a folder. And then episode 19, which will be included here, so just keep listening and you'll hear 19 right after I talk 18, will be 75 and 76, which will go to, uh, which will be the rest of the scene with Kendall and the sergeant and the beginning of the next scene where 
the dean brings Mary her second cup of coffee, and she's looking a little woozy, and they say, like, Professor Brown, and then it ends. So let, right now, let's talk episode 18. Well, let's let's talk 71, 72, 73, 74. It's mainly made up of uh, Mary going to see the dean in his room. And it be- <laughs> It begins in in both versions. It begins Spanish and English. It begins slightly odd with, um, uh, yeah, sort of the dean stepping outside of his room, and uh, you know, it's 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 funny the way Mary sort of treats it. She almost treats it like um, he's like he's got like a dorm room, you know. He's just got, like got a big room with a bed in it, you know. And you, I mean, I don't remember actually when I was. Um, in college, I don't remember like when you went to visit someone in their dorm room. You know, um, if if they had like a big room, like uh, well, the double wasn't terribly big, but like a triple or something. There were some triples that were just huge, and you had all sorts of space and everything. I was never in one of those. <sighs> but I'm sorry. Uh, but but it, it was like the, the the tricky thing when you go to visit someone. Sometimes it was like, oh, okay, well, I'll sit in this chair or sit on the bed or, or you know because there was nowhere else to sit because the rooms would be tiny that kind of thing but but mary kind of it, it's it's weird because it's like oh how are you Ms. riggs can i help you out that's not edmund pern's voice he has a lovely english accent and she says oh i just have some questions and hey, do you want to come in no i just have some questions okay let's get comfortable out here and he kind of leans against the doorway just Oh, that's silly, isn't it? Let's go in. And they go in. And in both of them, it seems a little odd. And like a lot of stuff that happens in pieces, it seems a little more abrupt than it should be. But that's part of the J.P. Simon fun. J.P. Simon ain't here to F around. He get into the business. He can do it fast. And we're all going to enjoy it. So and they're kind of going. But but, but like I said, it's, it's weird because when you actually enter his rooms... You, you see that it's a really big place. I mean, I don't think we see his bedroom. We see sort of like the, the entranceway, and then there's a um, a living room area, and presumably there's a, there's a bathroom and a bedroom, and there's a really weird kitchen, and I imagine there's maybe a little dinette spot. And, of course, yes, there's a giant freezer. Now, we don't see that here. We don't see that here. Um, but it's funny. You You would have thought that... There, because at the end of this, Mary mentions that if they don't find something soon, they're going to have to... Well, it's funny, in the in the English, it's we're going to have to search the entire campus. That sets off the music, the the lovely uh, sort of, um, t- uh, you know, turning the um, jack-in-the-box kind of music uh, uh, from the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah, I don't want a lot of cops running around. In the English version, it's, uh, you know, looking for bodies or p- parts of them or the remains of them. But in the Spanish version, it's just running around looking for bodies. And I mean, in the Spanish version also, it's if we don't find something soon, they're going to have to investigate every member of the campus, which, of course, is also different. And uh, it's it's so weird because for a movie that spent the time hiding its killer... The moment you walk into the dean's room, you think, "Oh, yeah, we've been here. It's the killer's room. Oh, it's the dean." And and within a minute, you see the dean like poisoning, putting putting like drugs into to Mary's instant coffee. Um, can I have some saccharin, perhaps? I love that she asked for saccharin. Um, and uh, in the in the English, it's oh, watching your figure. In the Spanish, it's watching your diet and putting your little saccharin. But it's I, I will say this two things. One. 
I think when I first watched this movie, I didn't catch that that room was the room that the killer hauled the body through. Um, I think I just saw the freezer in my mind, and I didn't see the bodies. Because it's very obvious when you walk in that this is the room of the killer. This is where the killer's been. I mean, I mean, unless someone else is using the room. I mean, I guess that could be a thing, too. There could be someone else using the room. I don't think there is. Because he makes a point um, that he lives there alone. And in the, in, the, yeah, in the English, I live here alone. And in the, in the Spanish, it's, oh, it's too much for just me. So you know it's the Dean immediately when they walk through those doors. Because the room... That room, that sort of living area kind of thing, looks like nothing else we've seen in the movie, apart from during the scenes where we see the killer dragging a body through it. So, boom. And I love the fact... I, I love all of it. I love the... You know, you see Mary go up this huge staircase, and she goes down a hall, and then she takes a right, and then she goes to the end of another hall, and there's the Dean's place. And I love the fact that I don't know where exactly this space is on the campus, but the implication is that, um, I mean, was the was the dean dragging these bags full of body parts up this huge staircase? And one of them is like one of the times it's is it the torso? I I think is like covered with um the, like the like the uh, um the bag is like soaked with blood. So it's like, oh my gosh, you're you aren't you risking something hauling these? I mean, maybe there's a side entrance or something like that, but it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like a like a like a like a, a school. Um, it doesn't look like a, a building with classrooms in it, which might have, you know, like um, you know, the 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 communications hall where I went to, which. Oh, geez, I was trying to remember the name of the communications hall. This college, um, you know, that had like a loading dock. You know, where if you were picking up film equipment, you could go to. And it's like, and you know, I'm sure there were like elevators and back entrances and things like that you could use. But this looks like just like a nice sort of apartment area. So him dragging a bloody bag, more than one, up steps would seem to, you think people might notice that. But maybe, I guess it's New England, maybe people are discreet. My wife's from New England. She's discreet. She's discreet as enough. Me, I'm from New York. Not city, but New York State. And I'm not discreet at all. F you. I'm kidding, of course. Um, but, yeah, it's... it's So, so the... So, yeah, in this one, we're, we're just talking... Yeah, the, the dean comes to the door, and the dean lets her in. And the moment you see it, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is the place where the killer is, and the dean's the killer. Well, even if you don't think... even if, Like I said, when I first watched it, it didn't occur to me. I didn't... Until the dean starts... Until we get a little ways into the scene, I didn't realize that it was the dean. In fact, it may not have been until episode 19... When I realized that it was the dean, I, I don't I don't remember when I first watched it going, oh my gosh, it's the dean. That's the apartment we've seen. I just feel like I was a little stupid on that, and that happens. So yeah, Mary sits down and he's going to make her some coffee and some instant coffee, and he's going to have some tea. And he um he, okay, here's the here's the other thing. 
you see him in there and he asks what she wants in her coffee some cream no sugar some saccharin perhaps he says yes i'll put some saccharin in there and then he grabs like a little dropper thing and he, he puts like bloop 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 puts like three or four drops into the instant coffee and i'll be honest i think when i first watched this i thought oh that's saccharin i knew what saccharin was um, I think when I first watched this circa 89 or 90, I don't know if we use saccharin anymore. I think, doesn't it give you cancer? I forget. Um, but, uh, but I think I, that I thought that that was saccharin. So not only did I not think that this was the killer's apartment, but I thought he was putting saccharin into her drink. So I thought everything was normal. The thing I didn't think it was normal this time through is what's going on with his kitchen? You hear the kettle go off, and he's in a space with like a counter and the sink and some cupboards. You hear the kettle go off, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" And I, I, you know, he has to take the kettle off the thing, and he goes through two glass doors into another room where the stove is and a lot of countertop space. I don't understand the way that works at all. I, look, go look at it. I mean, my my first thought was, when I watched it this time, was okay. Maybe this was something where that space where the countertop and the sink is was the original kitchen, and may and and the stove was where the countertop is, and the the, the sink and everything. But possibly when they made this into like the quarters of the apartment for the dean, they took like a room that was maybe belonged to another apartment or something like that and they expanded it into and made it a larger kitchen area he already says it's too big for him and giving him a kitchen that is cavernous like that seems or it seems ridiculous to me i mean look look at that i i really never noticed that before like he he goes through these two glass doors to to take the thing off the stove and you, i'm kind of looking back because you don't really go back there and you're like okay there's the stove and countertop space and what is the rest of that room i mean because you've got the sink you got the cupboards you got the countertop there's the stove presumably the oven is right there what is all that other space that's a huge space what is he using all that for i'm not gonna go too crazy on the dean's crazy kitchen but uh it's it just something i actually noticed for the first time here i don't know why again I didn't notice that the Dean's apartment matches the killer's. I thought that the poison was saccharine, and I never noticed how enormous and stupid that kitchen was. I mean, just, just the fact that, like, you'd be at the sink washing a dish, maybe cooking something on the stove or oven, and there would be these glass doors separating this. That doesn't make any... I mean, I guess maybe if it's like when I cook, I like to be separate from the sink and um, cabinets. Maybe, I don't know, but it just it seems very weird to me. And yeah, so they, so they do have uh they have a discussion. most of the discussion is about coffee and instant coffee and the cream is very good. Oh, it's New England. And yeah, there's there's not um there's not a lot that goes on in the scene. It's more or less like yeah, he he's putting this stuff in her drink and then to me like I said, um at the end of the minute, as he's doing it the second time, you realize, okay, this is some poison when he's saying, oh, I don't want cops all over the place. And Mary, I like how Mary looks like she's getting up, she's getting ready to leave. 
when he comes in the first time but then she sort of stops herself and moves some some books and things on his table so they can have the coffee and they're going to discuss professor brown is there anything strange about professor brown or is there anything worrying about him and they don't actually get to that before he gets her more coffee so yeah so so it, it's funny because the, the, nothing gets accomplished like mary goes there for a purpose um and uh, i i do like that like in the previous when she talked to professor brown and then i guess almost immediately she was like i need to talk to the dean about professor brown and we mentioned that the differences in the the um, professor brown discussion in the english and the spanish but yeah, the it's yeah they they have a they have a brief chat about Professor Brown. Then he makes more coffee with some more stuff in it, and um he's going to, he doesn't bring it to her before the end of this episode. Before the end of minute seventy four, he's actually in preparing it like with the drops and and someone's turned the lights off in the rest of the kitchen behind. Him. It's weird. It almost feels like those glass doors make it almost feel like you should be stepping into like some sort of indoor pool or something i don't know where that came from but it's just so weird i've never seen a kitchen where the sink and countertop areas is separated with a bunch of glass doors and putting the stove and the oven in another room that's so huge i mean what does he use all that space for he says he rarely gets any visitors why would he have a space that huge okay i'm gonna stop right there but yeah so mary's going there to talk to professor brown and by the end of this minute they don't get much done so then, yeah, it cuts to the sergeant and Kendall, and they're having some Wendy's, and it looks like the sergeant is finishing up some fries. I do like Wendy's fries. I, you know, I don't. I'm not a hamburger guy anymore. I really haven't been for some time, but maybe two or three times a year, I'll have a Wendy's burger because I think they're very good. But that's that's rare. I actually don't live too far from a Wendy's, but. Um, I, and I, I applaud my uh, restraint. So, uh, so yeah, so the minute ends with, yeah, Kendall showing uh, the sergeant a file. Um, and that's, 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 that's the end of episode 18. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And here's episode 19. Warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. Welcome to episode 19 of Pieces and Pieces, the thing with the guy and the stuff, and you know what I'm talking about. This is 7576. This continues from the previous minute. This is mostly Kendall and the sergeant, uh, mostly the sergeant on the phone with uh, Arlington Wreckers trying to um, find out about a name change. Suddenly I thought of Girls' Night Out. Why did I think of that? Um, but And then at, at the very end, we'll, we'll talk about this, at the very end, um, the dean has made Mary another cup of coffee. She's looking a little woozy, and he brings her another cup. She says, thank you. And he says, what are we talking about? Oh, yes, Professor Brown. That's where it ends. Now, we, we, I don't think we're going we're gonna to talk a lot um, during this episode. I think this is going to be a relatively short one. But they're having some Wendy's. I already mentioned Wendy's. It looks very tasty. Kendall, um, Kendall is doing something you don't see that often from from like fast food places. He he he's drinking directly out of the Wendy's cup. Normally we use the straw when we drink. I um I'm not sure why he's drinking out of the cup. He, you it's it's funny to me. You drink out of a fast food cup if you're chewing on the ice. If you're taking mouthfuls of ice, it's just chomp chomp chomp. But to actually just drink out of it the way he is shows that maybe he's not in America. I do like the thought that, I mean, I would have figured that these scenes were shot in Spain. 
I don't know if there are Wendy's in Spain. I guess we'll find out. I'll look it up before the next episode, but I love the thought. And But, but they are all... It's all in... You see Wendy's and it's in English. I don't know. What is Wendy's in English? In Spanish, it's probably Wendy's. Um, but I like the concept that they may have, when they were in America, they may have gone to a Wendy's bought a bunch of food, ate it, and then kept all the wrappers and cups, brought them across the ocean to the studio in Spain, and they're using them here. I love that concept. Um, uh, but there may have been Wendy's circa 1981 in, um, in Spain. Somehow I doubt it. McDonald's, probably. Wendy's, not sure on that. But but I, I do like that concept. So, um, uh like that, so they're eating that throughout. And what what are some of the great moments in here? Yeah, um, the the sort of confusion. Over, so 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 basically, what happens in the minute is Kendall finds something in a random file that shows someone had their name changed. And I thought they were looking through police files. In one of them, they're looking through like library files or or something like that, um, uh, or, or like like uh, public records. And what happens is he, uh, as the sergeant goes and calls the Hall of Records, he talks to a very, he says, a very old guy who sounds like he's about to die. And the moment he says that, yes, what? He goes right on the line. So he's like, you can't embarrass the sergeant. And the sergeant is told that, um, well, apparently the sergeant is told that, yes, um, that that name um, was the name of the dean. That was the original name of the dean. It's like John Reston, I think. He changed the dean changed his name from John Reston to whatever the dean's name is now, Dean Reston. And uh, because and it may have had something to do with the fact that his mom was dismembered when he was young. And it's like we think it's the dean. Let's go catch him. There's a, there's a, there's a few things here in when the in the in the Spanish dub. The, the sergeant isn't going to bring Kendall along. He's like, go contact the lieutenant. Oh, no, what am I saying? I'm in a hurry. Come with me. I'll contact the lieutenant on the phone. Come on, let's go. In the English version, it's like, okay, come with me. Kendall, I need you, which I love. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we all need Kendall. We really do. And then they take off running to, to go because because Kendall says, what, the dean? It's, and he looks at his, Kendall looks at his watch. He's like, oh my God, Mary, I told her uh, to go see the dean at 7 o'clock. Let's get out of here. I don't know the way any of this police works, work works. But to me, it's just goofy. The way that they're looking through these files and look for anything involving faculty members. He found something that said that someone's name had been changed. He said, this might mean something. And the sergeant called in and was like, oh, that's the dean. He had his name changed. How did Kendall know to look for that? I mean, I guess you're looking for anything strange. But that, that just seems strange. Like, what file was he looking through that, uh, that said, I mean, that, that clearly didn't say anything about the murder, but just said, oh, someone got their name changed. How would that lead to, I mean, in the, in the, uh, how would that lead to anything that might be helpful? And the thing is, not only does it lead to something that's helpful, but it actually leads to the person on the other end of the phone telling the sergeant, oh, yes, that's the dean. You know, when he was a child, his mom was dismembered slash killed, um, depending upon English-Spanish, um, and he changed his name. And in the English, it's it's the dean. In Spanish, it's I think it's the dean. 
and they are corrected. It is, in fact, the dean, but there was just something I love so much about the um, the, the fact that they introduced, what was it, um, t- t- four minutes previous, five minutes previous, that the sergeant is looking through these files. And now within a few hours, um, the, you know, Kendall finds what it the sergeant had been looking for 23 hours he'd found nothing but Kendall finds it almost immediately and it's so weird what he finds it's not like he doesn't find something like you know young boy witnesses dismemberment of mother and um he had this name it's like well look this up no it's just like it's like oh um I've got a file here where someone had their name changed oh let me look into it it's the dean I love it. it. It's it's incoherent. It makes no sense. But it does get you from point A to point B like that. And so you know at the end of this episode, minute 76, that Mary is in trouble. And Kendall and the sergeant, lieutenant, maybe some other cops are racing to get to her. I would, I would love to spend another five to ten minutes being confused about the police work involved in this. But I'm going to give you a break because this is a two-in-one. I'm just going to say thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, let me just give me five seconds to think of if I've missed anything in this. Kendall, I need you. No, I didn't, I didn't miss anything. I'm going to miss that one kid, Kendall's friend. I don't know if he comes back or not. But, yes, we're 76 minutes in. Uh, in the yeah, And we're about, like I said, a minute and a half. We're about 77 and a half minutes into the Spanish version. And we have less than 10 minutes left. To be honest, I could probably... No, no. I think I, in my mind I could probably wrap this up in three more episodes. This final action sequence, the denouement, and the credits. But I actually have to watch them to see how that works. So we'll see. We might go up to um, 22 episodes for this podcast. I really don't know at this moment. We could be 20. I could just say to hell with it. We'll do the last 10 minutes in one chunk. But that just seems... It seems like I'm being lazy or something. But at the end of the day, it's my podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Who cares what I'm saying about it? So, So that was episode 19. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back next time with Minute 77. It looks like Mary is being knocked out by the saccharin that, yeah, I thought it was, I was a kid. I didn't know, you know, I thought, oh, that's saccharin. Yeah, you, you put that in like, I, I, I don't even know, how do you do saccharin? You know, I know saccharin didn't come in like sugar packets, right? Or did it? Or I don't. <sighs> Listen to this.